you. I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast, and it's a Thursday episode, and that means we are talking about your quest. And so you have um, your hosts, Michelle and Sarah. We're so glad you're here. Happy Thursday. We love Thursdays because we get to dive into your questions about your quests, and and this one's going to be a good one because uh, it's just a good one because guess what? Sometimes we have to say no to things. We have to say no to our quests, and that's it's a little bit painful, and we want to talk about that because you know what, I'm actually the girl to talk about this because let me just tell you, I have like 2 million ideas every day and not all of them are good, but I want to chase after all of them, right? And so I can't, physically I can't, emotionally, mentally, I cannot do that. And so we are gonna be talking about like when to say no, what are the signs and what to do and to have confidence in your no. And we gotta give Michelle a little bit of credit. I think sometimes the reason that she's blessed with so many ideas is because she's a fabulous guide and often she can store those ideas and like tell them to other people. They're actually <laughs> for other people and helpful. And so it's a really great thing. But I feel like we've spent a lot of time talking about like how to overcome fear and how to tell if this quest is from you or from God. And now we gotta get serious. Like we're working with some of you and your quests are serious business. You're taking this seriously and you're acting on it and you're going with it. And we are so thrilled and we're grateful to be part of that experience with you. There are also times, and Michelle and I have experienced this together um, and had yeah. kind of a cool, had a really fascinating experience early on with the Women With Fire insane no. Uh, but we also have experienced it personally in our other businesses of like, walking away from something and being like, what am I doing? What am I doing? So I think it's best that we probably dive into our own experience first so yeah. that we can just throw our arms around you and say, gosh, if you're feeling like no is it, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because we, we as like women of action, like women with fire, like that sounds like we're women of, of action, but we're women with smart action, right? And so I think it's really, really hard for a lot of us to say no really really yeah. hard yeah and early on and let's just talk about our experience because early on when we were just getting started we had the opportunity to <laughs> to drink some pepsi <laughs> guys i'm 20 weeks pregnant and with migraines this is it okay this is it so if i belch we'll edit it out deal <laughs> i don't know just keep it going <laughs> keep it raw okay keep going so early on we were given the opportunity to work with kind of a huge, huge name. And it would have given us access to a lot of people. It would have put us a little bit on the map faster and everything felt like we should do it. So we were pursuing this thing and we were praying about it and and we had a meeting. We had a meeting. And let's be clear, we felt yes, yes. that we had to attend yes. this meeting. Like yes. we were pumped, we had fasted, we had prayed, we were prepared, like we had talked about 
the the things that we really wanted to touch on in this meeting because we felt so lucky to have FaceTime with this person. Like the answer was yes, walking into yeah. that meeting. It was yes. And we went through the whole meeting and it was fine. And then afterwards, Sarah and I got on and we looked at each other and we go, we can't do it. And we just, I was like, are you kidding me? We're walking away from this. And we both were like, yeah, we, the answer is no. And it had nothing to do with the person. It like, you know, it it wasn't even that. It just, we had a clear, like, nope, don't do it. Yes. And this directly relates into what we talked about in the previous episodes about like, how does the spirit speak to you and, you know, to grab on those things. And one of those things that Michelle and I talk a lot about of how the spirit works with both of us similarly is excitement. And that call started on such a high note. I mean, we were just flying high and this organization still exists today and is rocking the world. Killing it. Like it's great. Killing it. <laughs> Their following is a gazillion times higher than ours and all that kind of stuff. But as it went on, this gradual process started to happen and I felt exhausted by the end of the conversation, which we feel exhausted after we've recorded like three or four podcasts and and stuff like that. And there's like a spiritual exhaustion there of like, Ooh, great. A job well done. But it was like, why, why are we so hollow? Why are we exhausted? And we just sat there was weird it was so weird and because because we went in with and a yes and then we came out and I was like that wasn't I don't know like we're not no (laughs) It, it was the weirdest thing but one of the things that has been great as working with a partnership is that we can experience a no together and when and that has been very helpful for us and I know not everyone can is working with a a partner but you can you do have guides, you know, and you do have those people that can, can be in your life that can say that's a clear no and can see a little bit beyond your feelings of, you know, like, oh my gosh, is just, is just to have a second, second opinion, second witness to have someone to be able to say, oh, dang it, Sarah. (laughs) How could this be a no? How could this be a no? How could this be a no? None of it makes sense. And I've learned, like, if we get kind of businessy for a minute I tend to think if we would start if we start to feel a no that there are two reasons that we start to kind of explain it away like hmm well this can't be a no because and I either think it's because we feel like it will selfishly put us ahead okay I'm bluntness okay Mm, sorry (laughs) or two um, it's financially based it feels like a quick fix or it, it's something that, not, not even that it's too good to be true, because this opportunity was kind of too good to be true, but there were other reasons that that was a no, and we now know those reasons now why. Um, we have to be a little bit vague about that, because we don't want to at all relate that this is a bad organization or anything like that. It simply was not the right partnership to be happening right then. But be careful as you're looking at your situation. I think God knows our intent. I know God knows our intentions, (laughs) (laughs) rephrase, and that often we can get blinded by financial gain and also the the appeal of exposure of of big, big names can help us try and explain away, oh, it's not a no, I'm just scared. I'm just scared. And so look, look at intentions. Those are probably my top two reasons. 
yeah, no, I think that I I think that we do have to be very honest with ourselves, and that's I think where it goes downhill is when we are trying to justify feelings or thoughts. And I mean, honestly, for me, like the thing that gets me clarity, and I talk about this, but action brings clarity, right? I say this a lot because I believe it. And sometimes one of the things I have to do is take a step in one direction, and and then the no becomes clearer or I'm, I'm made aware that this is a yes, you know? And so if you are, are you, if you're in that moment where you're like, oh, it kind of feels like a no, but maybe it's not, I don't know. T- think about like the next step that you would have to take and then inch toward it. And, and this one, we, I mean, we couldn't have done, this was a clear no for both of us, but in those moments of ah, indecision, that's when, that's when action has helped me a lot. And don't do anything life-changing until you know if it's a yes. But but you can take simple action, like writing a blog post or you know emailing someone, and that is not going to not going to ruin or you know change your life completely. So um, that's kind of that's kind of my initial thing when I'm trying to figure out is this a yes, is this a no? Because when I take the action, I feel hesitation. When I feel when I feel like I'm pushing a whole rock up a mountain, <laughs> that's where I know I'm on my own. You know, and when I have felt like my burdens are lighter and I'm able to increase my capacity, that's when I know I'm supposed to be on that path. And it's something that I didn't know. I don't think I recognize this, the feelings all of my life, but it's something that I've come to learn um, about how the spirit speaks to me. I love this. And I'm sitting here 36 years old and I learned something almost exactly a year ago that I am appalled that a 36 year old (laughs) woman of faith like didn't figure this out (laughs) i i feel like one of my biggest challenges has has been receiving very clear revelation like i i felt like i was kind of like taking little steps here and little steps here and unless nothing blew up i felt like okay i'm kind of figuring (laughs) this out and I learned something, and we talked about this a little teeny bit on a, on a Facebook Live that we did in, in the Facebook group, where there are, there are patterns to learning. And one of the reasons we talk a lot about guides is because you can learn from them. Like, that's really basic, right? <laughs> but look at people that you admire and that you just feel like are awesome at revelation and leadership and guidance and doing these things and like what are the patterns that you're seeing and that's how the whole idea of the quest came up was we started to recognize patterns right that were happening but one of the things i've been really fascinated by is i was really really good at putting in the work of reading my scriptures sitting in stillness listening for answers and praying those were the elements that i felt like i was really solidly putting in every single morning and night to try and help improve my communication with my Heavenly Father. But one one of the things that Michelle has just mentioned is that action step. And I think sometimes that we think, and I'm, I'm going to say this really how it came to me a year ago, was we were learning, Michelle and I were sitting in a meeting together, and we were learning about how missionary work is being improved and ways that we can approach missionary work. And for example, like, are we taking advantage of the internet and Google searches to help direct missionaries directly to the homes of people who are desiring to learn about the purpose of life 
and what happens after we die and how to be happy and the secrets to happy marriages. Like how could we use the Google machine to bring those missionaries straight to the door instead of tracting? Because those of you who have tracted, <sighs> least effective way and yet we've got to be doing something, right? And so I was so fascinated because I saw how the church as an organization was going to work and trying things and learning from experts at Google and learning from experts at Facebook. They're not just sitting in a room reading scriptures and praying. Like, I know that that's happening and I know that the temple is <laughs> happening, but also taking those steps to learn and, and be in those situations where ideas can pop into your head and like stand ye in holy places to me often means like, are you standing in places where those voices can can speak to you and teach you even if it's technical things like how google works and how facebook works and how how they use this kind of data to connect people with the right people like that is a way that you can push forward on your quest is by learning so i was missing a lot of that that pattern of people that i really admired of how much that action has to happen that is so critical. So I, I hate to say you have to do more because you're reading your scriptures and you're praying and you're sitting in stillness <laughs> great, but you also have to act. I think it's like a critical one. And what a fresh way to think of what it means to stand in holy places and be in a situation where you can receive those answers. I, I like, it can be as simple as like just Googling something and learning something, you know, and figuring out if it's right for you. And another thing, I think another reason we get those no's, like I have my friend, she's listening. I don't know if she wants me to say her name. She always listens. But one of the things is when I said, um, when we're talking about the quest, you know, you have everything you need to start. And she, she hunted me down and she said, Michelle, what if I don't have everything I need to start? Like, what if these things in my family are happening? Or I really cannot, I really cannot start this quest, this idea that I have. And I simply think that it might not be her time for that quest, you know, and because one of the things that is certain is that our top priority must be with our family. And we hear that over and over again. Um, I was just reading in, I was just reading Sister Beck's talk about mothers who know, and she says, mothers who do know do less. They permit less of what will not bear good fruit eternally. These mothers choose carefully and do not try to choose at all. Their goal is to prepare a rising generation of children who will take the gospel of Jesus Christ into the entire world. Their goal is to prepare future fathers and mothers who will be builders of the Lord's kingdom for the next 50 years. That is influence and that is power. And I, I know that God is going to make sure and is going to be prompting you and telling you, what is best for your family. And in the interview Sarah did with me, um, one of the things that is my takeaway, and I keep thinking about that I said, and it was definitely not my words, but that only you can receive revelation for your motherhood, right? And so God is going to be able to speak to you and, and tell you what's best for your kids. And he's not going to ask you to do something that is going to mess that all up. <laughs> <laughs> that he's not going to. And so if you are feeling like physically there are some things that I cannot do, um, then maybe this is just a good idea for another day. And that's okay. I love this. And, and even Michelle and I experienced something like this at the beginning of the summer. Right before, it was actually right before I went to Utah for the summer, we were planning a whole different vision for the Women With Fire, a big project. We had already started working on it. And then I found out that I was going to be having a baby. 
And it's really fascinating. I'm not saying that this is the reason the baby is coming, (laughs) (laughs) but it certainly forced a conversation between partners, okay? Forced a conversation on this project and how this project would be coming to fruition when I would have a newborn. And if that's really what I was going to be want to be want to be doing when I had a brand new newborn and as fun as it sounded to do with a newborn, it was a clear no. It was a clear no. It just it, it, it didn't make sense. And I feel lucky to have a partner that's very sympathetic to that and empathetic to that and was very aware of that. And we just called it out. And interestingly enough, it's like the minute that we put it to rest. This whole idea of how we can create better access to our listeners and provide that guidance request came and it exploded. Like everything worked and it, our, our efforts were magnetized, like magnified a billion times what we could have ever hoped for. So clear nose, all that kind of stuff, it's all happening. Yeah, and so what Sarah's talking about is we, because we just opened a couple weeks ago, right, our Quest Mentoring. And we were not going to do that. We were going to do something completely different. But because we did a little analyzing of current life circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very gracious way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Like we don't want to, we're not going to be wanting to do that in January. And so, and it's actually proven to be something so wonderful where we've been able to be more involved into the listener, you guys, right? You guys who are listening and it's been such a blessing and and it came from a no is what i'm saying to you <laughs> right and and it's good it is good and one of the things that i really love is i think that if if you feel like you're someone who is unsure on how the spirit works for you elder bednar is your guy okay he's your mm. guy he's written books about how the spirit works the first one is called like increase in learning and the whole series is fabulous but he's also done a video series about patterns of light And I just am going to pull this story or this analogy that he has. Um, I think it's from one of the videos, so you can go watch it. And it's from Discerning the Spirit. And this is what he said. He said, people sometimes will question whether it's inspiration or whether it's my own thought. And I'm going to, to tweak that to say some people are wondering whether it's a yes or it's a no. Okay. We have to act. Thank you, Michelle, right in line with Elder Bednar. (laughs) (laughs) Then we may find out if it's coming from me or if it's the power of God. So for example, you may have an occasion where you fail to say your morning prayers and you all of a sudden hear the voice of your mother who, when you were a small girl, would say, remember to say your morning prayers. Remember to say your evening prayers. But why would God send an angel to deliver that message to you when the Holy Ghost can bring back to you the recollection or the remembrance of your angel mother reminding you to pray. The effect is the same. And that's the end of his analogy. This is beautiful to me for two reasons. The first is the word recollection or remembrance. And this is where I would exhort you (laughs) with all the energy that I can think of to be living a life in which you are entitled to the recollection and remembrance of the things that you already know. The answer is often already there, even if it's no. 
and it often takes recollection or remembrance, which means you need to be harnessing stillness in some form to be reminded and recall those things that you have already been taught. And the second thing that I really, really love about his analogy is that you are still entitled to those answers, even if you have missed the mark. So this is someone who has failed to say their morning prayers. Okay. <laughs> if you want to call that a failure. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Think big picture. Think visionary, right? You're a visionary. When you're the one that has failed, it doesn't mean that the heavens are silent. If you've missed the mark, the heavens aren't close to you. The Holy Ghost isn't going to stop urging you because you missed your prayers that morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not saying prompted by constantly missing prayers. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that God needs you. And so he's going to give you those recollections and remembrances as you harness stillness, as you're watching what kind of voices are in your head throughout the day. It's going to happen. And no is an okay answer that you may be looking for. And it's going to be personal. And I think that's like, um, it's going to be something you recognize and that is personal. And he specifically talked about, you know, the voice of your mom. And that is actually one of those things that I learned about my personal speaking to the spirit speaking to me is that I recognize it. I recognize the, the truth that is being told. And sometimes it's like, I've been thinking about, I've been kind of sick this last little bit and been super just tired. And, um, I don't think I've been my A-plus mom. I usually have. <laughs> and to those people who are sending DMs asking if Michelle is taking up smoking because of her it's voice, not. it's not. Okay, don't so make just me laugh. stop. Smoker cough. Um, <laughs> stop making me laugh. Anyway, and so, but I've been thinking about, like, I know that I, that there are some things I've been missing with white kids that I need to do better at. And, and I've been, you know, trying to be conscious about that. And I'm getting little whispers and they are correcting whispers but they're very kind and so I want you to be aware of the kind of voices that are going on in your head or speaking to your heart because those from God are going to be kind urging you to change in a positive way they're not going to degrade they're not going to bring you down they're not going to make you feel less or not enough that's not ever Heavenly Father and so so be aware as you're listening to you know, the spirit, that is one way to discern um, who it's from. And now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. This podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash Entreport to get started.
And now back to the Women with Fire podcast. Awesome. And just my our, our final thought here, something that we've discussed a lot, is sometimes in the business world, you just put things on paper. You make an A, B list. You say, okay, offer A looks like this or whatever it, it, it may be that you're facing. And you write down value and, and what's included and blah, 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 blah. And you look at it and you're like, yeah, this would be a dream. Okay, it checks all the boxes, it's everything I could have dreamed of, there it is. And then you also have proposal B, your offer B, and you're looking at it and it's lacking in nearly every area. It's, you just go down and you're like, this would be crazy. This would be a waste of my time. This, I can't believe they brought this to the table, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you may be surprised that even when things seem that black and white, like the offer A is clearly the one you should run with, that you feel hollow. So stop focusing on your vision here because you have a superpower, right? And it's called the Holy Ghost, okay? <laughs> or the light of Christ. <laughs> it's referred to differently because I live in the South. <laughs> but you have a superpower there and just don't forget it. Don't forget it. Do all the work, take the action, look at it on paper, and then really the end goal is the gut. That's the end goal is the gut. So that's really our message here, right? About when you say no to your quest, bounce it off your guides, be surrounded by your guides so that those voices are the ones that can help encourage you and help you discern what may be saying. Remember what Sister Beck, said that we do less, <laughs> that we do less sometime. And what that really means, what does that really mean? Reread that quote, okay? And last, stop relying on your vision and remember that pattern of light and that your superpower, the Holy Ghost, is gonna bring things to your recollection and remembrance that are going to help you feel confident in your <laughs> quest, confident in your path, because you've received revelations specifically for you and it's okay to say no and we will cheer you on every step of the way if no is your answer all right you guys thanks so much for listening to another episode of the women with fire podcast it's a thursday episode we love being here together and hey if you guys are loving this podcast which you are because we keep getting dms and messages from you would you guys share this out we would love to have your friends be our friends so make sure you share the win with fire the podcast and also on instagram we are just like loving building this community all right you guys we will see you next tuesday hey thanks for listening to the women with fire podcast your support means a lot to us in fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.